Hello, and welcome to episode nine. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, FAQs, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, head to our Facebook and Instagram page at Blank Slate LNK. So, Jake. So, Sarah. <laughs> this episode is actually a listener question that reached out to me and oh. asked for us to talk about this. Sweet. So um, I thought it was actually pretty good timing because we're heading into holiday season. It's yep. cold out. And yep. um, the question basically was how or what to do when you're feeling burnt out of working out or not like wanting to work out. So great. I thought we could dive into that a little bit. So sure. um, what kind of what thoughts does this stir in you from the beginning sure so um when we talked about this offline this is something that uh kind of hits close to me because i've always had this i probably saw it on like a tweet or something back in the day when twitter Mm. was still cool but twitter is still cool i have this like in the back of my head phrase that says um motivation is fleeting Mm-hmm. And so the reason I think that's worth mentioning is I think that a lot of people make the mistake of feeling like they have to feel um, or thinking that if they don't feel all like emotionally jazzed up to go work out, that that means that they should not do it yeah. or they have this misconception that they're going to feel that way all the time. Whereas yeah. in reality, um, if you really care about your goals, like you, you need to find a way to detach yourself from the emotion of motivation mm-hmm. and start to cultivate um, a lifestyle around accomplishing goals and um, work ethic and discipline. And those are the things that are going to take you the places you want to go. Um, on any given day, I will feel more or less motivated to get in the gym. Like some days, I'm really really want to get after it. I'm really excited for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And other days it's, you know, I'm just doing it because I know that if I don't, um, you know, I'll, I'll lose progress. So um, that being said, um, I do have some tips and I think you have some tips for going into the holidays and um, not, uh, I guess, burning out in the sense that you know, if, if you skip a day or you, uh, you go back on your diet or something that, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, the discipline will outweigh, you know, your mental state most of the time. If you can, if you can weather whatever storms are going on in your head and just, um, make it happen, then things will be okay. Make it happen, Captain. What's, uh, <laughs> Does that make sense? That's. I, I feel like I go on these tangents where I feel like they're really profound and they probably sound like I'm just speaking in a circle. So I wonder what your brain looks like. Um, small. Like, is it like a like in a sweater vest with like glasses on <laughs> and it's like smoking a pipe? <laughs> sweater vest. <laughs> what about me says sweater vest? But just like you're so in like introspective sometimes that I'm just like mm, yes. Really? He's like a professor <laughs> of sorts uh, or whatever. That's funny that that's how I come off because to me, I, I feel like I sound like an idiot. 
guy. Like, it was like like I'll get on this in this these rabbit holes about things, and I'll be like, "What are you even? What are you even saying right now?" <laughs> like Michael Scott when he's like, "Sometimes I start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going." Yeah, <laughs> me. Yeah, that's yeah. True. Well, okay, okay. So, what's one of yours that like? Because I think everybody like eventually, especially if you're in. Um, you know, fitness or like working out for a like extended period of time, not like, you know, like a six week challenge or something, you're going to feel like burnout or you're going to feel like no desire to want to like continue what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I guess my first tip and so I don't know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to structure this, but I guess if you're feeling like seriously burnt out and I think I think, it, like I said before, you need to you, you kind of need to figure out the difference between am I just feeling like a lack of motivation or am I actually burnt out? And yeah, there are some telltale signs of like mental and physical fatigue. Um, like if if you feel like you know your body is just breaking down or you don't have any energy during the day, or um, there are some actual like physical things going on, um, you're probably burnt out. You might be overtraining and mm-hmm. you might be. Um, um, malnourished in a yeah. way, or, yeah. you know, your, your recovery, your recovery is probably not in sync. So, um, my number one tip for when you're feeling that way is just to take a break. Um, I think, you know, taking a few days off can really help you realign and evaluate your goals and clear your head. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I think when you are in the midst of it, it's easy to like pigeonhole yourself into something or, um, to like lose lose sight of what you're why you're actually doing something yeah um, I think if you take you know if you take two to three days off um, depending on what you're training for it'll rarely set you back um, enough like the the downside is not as appreciable as the upside of being able to recover a little bit more mm-hmm. um, and clear your head and get back after it with with the right um, mental space so um, especially if you're doing like active recovery. So like mm-hmm. taking a break doesn't mean, and it shouldn't mean in my opinion, um, that you take two or three days to just sit on the couch and be horizontal and watch Netflix for three days, you know, like, mm, um, I, disagree. I think, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're serious about training, you know, in your case where you're training for, um, a serious event, mm-hmm. um, you would actually, you'd lose more by taking three days of just nothing but um, inactivity. You know, your body will tighten up and the next time you get on the bike or um, on the treadmill or whatever, it's going to be a very painful experience for you to like get get your body warmed up again. So if you're doing like active recovery, um, stretching, that kind of thing um, in your days off, that could be really great. But then, like I said before, I think the most important thing you can do is just like um, reevaluate and, and focus on your goals. And, um, you know, if, if what you've been training for, if it's not something that you actually enjoy, then maybe you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, or you're not actually, the end goal is not something that you really care about anymore. Then I think th- there's a difference between quitting because something's hard and quitting because you just are miserable and hate it like yeah. on a, at a fundamental level. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that's a personal thing for every, everybody, but, um, just taking some time to think through what you want. And I find like 
when I take a couple days off, I'm usually like itching to get back into it. Yeah. You know, I, I spent enough time on Instagram seeing enough Jack dudes <laughs> posting their, their mirror pics. I'm like, okay, yep, it's time. Or, it's you know, I, I start, I start to feel a little soft, but maybe that's, <laughs> that might be a, uh, a bad thing, but I don't know. I think the, the merit is good. Yeah. Like in reality, I think also, um, a lot of people are not eating to sustain. So I think sometimes you're feeling burnt out, you're feeling exhausted and we're still kind of in this weird culture where it's like eat less, work out more. Oh yeah. But if you're working out, you need to like, it's just kind of like simple math. If you, which like, let me tell you, like I am simple math. So if I can (laughs) like figure this out, like I was like biking and I like did this and I was like, Oh, this is like groundbreaking. And it like, wasn't like groundbreaking, (laughs) but like if I do a workout and say I burn 300 calories, which is like, you know, like a two mile run, two to three mile run, depending on your effort. Um, that's like a pretty typical workout. Maybe, um, you need to eat enough to just sustain like that, like amount of activity, let alone just like living, being a human. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it all depends on on what you're trying to accomplish. So in your case, I don't think you're trying, like your main goal right now is not to lose weight. Like your main goal right now is to perform. Well, like, I mean, it kind of is both to perform better. I do need to lean out, but like, I'm not going into a workout thinking like I need to burn X amount of calories and eat X amount to like lose X amount. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think in your case, (laughs) this is going to go off on a tangent, but in your case, (laughs) like if you set your calories to, to, um, maintenance, um, you'll probably start to recomp, which is when your body like naturally like builds muscle and loses fat kind of at the same time what are you looking at i just like heard like an alien spaceship oh my gosh outside my windows (laughs) i was like i'm like a little freaked out you're fine i was listening but all right so (laughs) it's not even worth finishing the the thought right now but but yeah you're right that most people um are are completely under eating if they're working out. Whereas like if your goal is to lose weight, all you need to do is take in less calories than um, you're burning. Um, If your goal is to gain weight, it's the opposite. And Mm -hmm. if your goal is not to lose or gain any weight, then you set your calories to maintenance and the maintenance is, you know, it factors in um, your activity level. So if, (laughs) if you need help on doing that, you should reach out to myself or Sarah because we've both done it multiple times and I kind of do this all the time. I'm always checking in on what my calories should be and stuff and mm-hmm. there's there's calculators online that help you figure it out. But Yeah, I, sometimes it can feel overwhelming and like even with training, I know I'm always under eating like and yeah. I it's kind of hard for me to like relate to somebody who's just like working out right now because whenever whatever I'm talking about, it's always about training. But back in, back in the day, a whopping four months ago, (laughs) before I was (laughs) an an Iron Man, I guess I'm not an Iron Man yet. I haven't crossed the finish line, but, uh, I was, you know, trying to work out for like aesthetic purposes. And I think that it can just really take a toll on you and cause you to burn out. Like, I feel like that's worked for you. Like you like perform well and you like 
enjoy like being able to hit certain numbers, but you, I think also have a very specific like goal in mind of like, Oh yeah. Like you follow like a bodybuilding program or yeah, like my, things my like that. My training style is very, um, it's very vain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever <laughs> you're healthy. I mean, like I, uh, I do like, there are some people who like are only in, in it for bodybuilding where they have a completely separate training model. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of in this, this power building camp where I focus a lot on the power built or the power lifting movements like squat, deadlift and bench. Um, and I kind of chase numbers on all of those. And as a byproduct of that, I'm also sort of have a physique goal in mind. Like I, some people, all they care about is their raw strength and they mm -hmm. don't care what, what their body composition is to get there. Right. Yeah. So you can get really, really strong eating like absolute crap or just like yeah. totally eating too much. But, um, I'm that trying to find worked. like the optimal spot where I can continue to gain strength, but keep my body fat at a certain certain point and still like enjoy my life. So yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of things that I'm juggling at once. Yeah. But yeah. I think the, uh, the physique part of it is kind of at the top of my list, I would say, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. Not, not at the expense of not, you know, like enjoying my life. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's, uh, what's your first tip? Um, mine is try something new. So trying something new and doing something different can be a great reset. So usually I, instead of taking like a long period of time off, there's a lot of, there's so much information on the internet now. And if you like type in like what to do when feeling burnt out, sometimes it'll even say like take two weeks off. And like, I just can't too do much that. Time. It's too much time. <laughs> I will if, never if start again. Seriously, if you're serious about like maintaining progress do not take two weeks off yeah it, especially in the case of like two weeks to just be a, a sedentary a yeah yeah so <laughs> do not do that. i will i will like just do something different and usually my something different is like something like for example when i was doing crossfit pretty actively or avidly actively both yeah okay yeah i was an active avid crossfitter <laughs> um <laughs> and if there ever came a point where I just felt like my body was, you know, showing those signs of burnout, I would do yoga. And it was mm. like, it was just so drastically different that it would like give me a great reset. It would slow my body down. It would allow it to rest while um, still being active and like challenging it. And, you know, people will be like, oh, but it's just like stretching. Like if you do like real yoga, not just like Pinterest yoga, like you will, <laughs> you will like get a workout. Pinterest yoga. I love and that. Everyone yeah. knows what I'm talking about, about Pinterest oh, yeah. yoga. Oh yeah. Um, and so like sometimes it'll allow you to miss what you were doing before. And other times it can like spark a new joy in fitness for you because I truly believe fitness is supposed to work for you and your goals and your lifestyle. And it's not supposed to be something that like you fit into. You're supposed to make it right. work for you. Yeah. And um, that was that's another reason why I did start doing the Ironman training and all of this because I was so burnt out from lifting. I was so burnt out from CrossFit and like, I love that, that training style. And, um, I love those, like, you know, workouts are different every day, but I had been going on three years of doing those, you know, same style of workouts. And I was just like lacking that like passion a little bit. Yeah. 
and yeah. you go into like a cold gym and sometimes you're by yourself and you're just like lifting and it was just like super boring for me and I was not consistent with it anymore. Right. And so, I mean, I didn't just jump in and start swimming and running and biking like these right. insane distances. I've been following a program. I did a lot of research before I did it, but it did spark something new in me and it allowed yeah. me to find new like joys and stuff through fitness again. And right. I honestly think if I wouldn't have done it or even just like been like, Ooh, maybe I should try something different. I would have just stopped like working out completely because yeah, you just get like in that, that mindset where you're just like, Meh, I don't right. want to do this. And then you don't. <laughs> and then you're just right. like, well, I'm five years. I haven't it's worked out. infinitely easier not to do things than to do them. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> especially if you don't uh, yeah. enjoy them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to add something onto that too. Um, I agree. Like if, if you're, if your main goal is just general fitness or um, especially if your main goal is just to lose weight, mm-hmm. um, there's like that really opens the door for you to try a lot of different things and Absolutely. still um, find progress in your in your goals. So um, my I've always been a, a strength, you know, um, mm-hmm. weightlifting guy. I You know, I did sports in high school and whatever, and it was just like a cornerstone of my life. Um, I tried there was like, I think six or eight months in college where I did nothing but yoga and like ring. Oh, I remember gym, that. Gymnastics ring work. Yeah. Um, cause I, I didn't want to go to the gym cause I hated the rec. Yeah. <laughs> in the <laughs> campus. Oh, man. Um, and then there was another like six or eight months that I did, um, strictly just CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found my way back to strength training and, and, um, bodybuilding, I guess, which is where I'm at right now. And I really dig it, but um, one thing that I've noticed, especially with women, is if they have this goal of, you know, just wanting to be healthy or lose weight or whatever, um, they think that um, cardio is the only thing they can do. Yeah. You know, and, and the idea that like if a woman, you know, picks up a weight, they're going to get bulky. Which is so um, weird that we're still like. Well, so I wanted to say this on that note. Um, I've been, I've spent the better part of like 10 years trying to get bulky and I'm only just now starting to see the results <laughs> with uh. very intentional, you know, trying to bulk up. Yeah. Um, so I don't think, you know, as a woman, if you start lifting weights, you're going to turn into a dude. It's no. just, that's not how science works. No. Um, and also I, you know, I have some friends, uh, my girlfriend and a group of her friends that, um, you know, they met through, they were going to um, one of those group class gyms where it was, it was a rowing class, basically. Oh, okay. Um, so they were, you know, high intensity, but also long duration, like just cardio stuff. There was some um, like interval style weightlifting involved, yeah. but it was, you know, mostly like a metabolic conditioning class. Um, and they all just kind of like started to hate it for yeah. one reason or another the the gym itself had some issues but also like they just started to get tired of the training style they're all just like lifting weights now and yeah. i think for the most part they enjoy it and most of them you know they say things like i can tell that i'm not as lean as i used to be or whatever but like the difference is not that noticeable and i think most of them or they all generally look better because i think personally i think that women are really attractive when they have some muscle and the girls that, you know, just live on the elliptical, um, kind of look like they'll blow away in the wind, but, 
Um, also, but you know, if you love just like grinding out cardio, then do that. But um, yeah, if you feel like you know you have to go spend thirty minutes on the elliptical or the treadmill or whatever every day, um, and you just hate it, I would try something new because get off of it. You you can do a lot of things and find something that you actually enjoy, um, and still reap a lot of benefit depending on your goals. So yeah, that's my I, tangent. I was telling my husband that like. I cannot wait. So like right now I'm not lifting at all because I'm entering a phase of my training where I'm just, I'm doing so much already that if I lifted, I would be sore the next day, which would ruin my session. Right. And I'm already doing like nine training sessions in six days. So that's already a lot on the body. And like, you have to kind of evaluate that too. Like, what is like Jake was saying, like, what is my goal? You know, like my goal right now is performance, not like aesthetic. And so like, I just, okay. All of that to say, I was telling my husband that I can't wait until the Ironman's over. And I like pick up a barbell again, because that will then (laughs) like refresh. Cause like probably by the time I do my race, like I'll be a little sick of these long workouts. Oh yeah. Yeah. And picking up a barbell again, will just be like, Oh, yeah. I'm back. Can't wait as to long, do a squat. Stand. As long as you don't beat yourself up for all the atrophy. Um, yeah. Except, I mean, yes, like there's definitely a difference, but my legs are like insanely stronger now. Like they're yeah. just oh, they're yeah. continuing to get stronger. I I mean, it's like a different type of strength I'm assuming, but I don't know everything. But I mean, maintenance volume is pretty um, that's nerdy. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> my uh next tip <laughs> I could go off on all this kind of stuff. So like, seriously, this, this is a rabbit hole topic for me. That will be Jake talking to himself and I won't be here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, my next tip is understanding the seasons. And, um, this is, this is personal to me because I've done better about it recently. But, um, when I was first starting to like really take my, my training seriously, um, I would feel so defeated and deflated anytime that I would um, have a long, like travel for a long weekend and I'd miss mm-hmm. a Friday, Saturday workout, or, you know, you go to your family's house for the holidays and you should be, um, you know, 98% of people should be focusing on just enjoying being around their family, you know, not worrying so much about what are my calories in, like tracking everything in my fitness yeah. pal. Like that, that used to really, really get to me. Um, and you know, I, I'll keep saying this. If, if you have a specific thing that you're training for, like you have a bodybuilding show or, um, a photo shoot or, you know, in your case, an Ironman or something, Yeah, the game kind of changes a little bit, but for people like me, um, that are, you know, just like continuing this lifelong journey of general progress, um, I really feel like you need to get out of your own head and, um, don't feel guilty for enjoying the holidays. They're, they're a time where like you, you really should, um, value the people that are around you and things like that. And if you can find some sort of balance, like, um, you know, maybe you go for a jog in the morning before you start doing things with your family or whatever. Yeah. Um, or you just don't have like nine drinks in a day. Like I probably do on the holidays. I was going to say like, <laughs> we shouldn't be the ones talking about this. I know, but, um, all, I mean, all that to say, I think to, to be able to do something, you know, stick to something in the long term, you need to be able to adhere to it. And I think mm-hmm. um, if you can allow yourself to enjoy the flexibility of the 80-20 rule um, over 
a large scale of time, you will see better results than, um, you know, like a yo-yo effect of going really hard for three to six weeks and then completely falling off the bandwagon for two months after the holidays because you, um, you, you feel like there's no point because you had like some cake or whatever on your birthday, you know, um, for the most part, I think people can think of things in terms of long time spans. And once you accept that, um, the two or three weeks out of the year where you completely blow your diet or whatever, yeah. it, it's it's very um, insignificant. So yeah. um, have fun with your family. Enjoy the, the holidays. Um, if you're like me and you like to lift and you like to lift with friends over the holidays, that's great. It's a good way to compromise and meet in the middle, but mm-hmm. don't be don't be going after any PRs in a in a <laughs> foreign gym. You know, when you're not in your own element and um, you know, you're in a different town, you haven't you're not really able to warm up or focus on your recovery in a way that normally you would during like the quote unquote on season. Um you can hurt yourself pretty quickly yeah. by trying to be macho man in front of your buddies. So just just get a good workout in if you can. Otherwise, um, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Just live your life. That's that's my second tip. We need to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's going to be life. okay. Live your life. Jake yeah. Keeley, 2019. Hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> What's your next tip? Um, yeah, mine's kind of like in that same realm. Um, so mine is not so much just for the holidays, but in general is to have fun with it and find a friend to work out with. So having someone um, that will not just hold you accountable, because I think we're always like, oh, I need an accountability partner. But then it's like, oh, I'm going to go by myself. So like having someone you know you enjoy being around, not someone that you're always going to compete with or be like, they're so much better than me or I suck. Like someone you enjoy being around, someone that pushes you, you enjoy their company, um, can make working out so much more enjoyable, even if you're not doing the same workout or doing a workout that really even requires a partner. Like for yeah. example, running does not require a partner, but it's like, significantly oh, it, does, <laughs> it does for me. <laughs> you hold hands. My partner is emergency services. <laughs> <Nine one one. laughs> yeah. I carry a, a life alert with me every time I go for a run. Um, so I think like that, I, it kind of like CrossFit, like kind of ruined these like endurance workouts for me because like I became almost dependent on having somebody with me and now like yeah. being by myself I'm like man right. I'm boring I don't want to <laughs> do this by myself yeah um so like sometimes me and Ashley and Stefan will all be working out together and we're all doing like significantly different things but just having somebody there is so refreshing because you can like shoot the breeze or you can just be like Ugh, this sucks and they're like yeah and then you just like do your thing <laughs> right and even this week or last week, um, I was, I had been in like a running plateau and that's very common if you're, or maybe it's just common for me. I guess I shouldn't really speak into that. Um, and I'd been in this plateau for like six weeks and I just seriously could not break through it. I think it was just like a mental block with some miles that I had to hit. And so finally I was just like, Stefan, will you please come with me? And it's not like we talked or anything or like did anything groundbreaking, like no PR was hit or anything, but just having another person there allowed me to get through that plateau. And then my next few workouts were like significantly better. My runs were longer and faster. And it's just like having somebody to kind of help get you out of your head and encourage you and things like that. And yeah, um, me and Ashley always um, did CrossFit together or worked out together. And her and I 
I mean, she likes to say we're on the same like athletic stance. And I know she's just saying that because she's nice and she doesn't <laughs> want to be like, yeah, you're really bad. But yeah. um, it's nice having somebody there that you can be like competitive with. But like yeah. at the end of the day, you're both just proud that you got out of the house and did something. Yeah. So yeah. if you can find someone like that, I think it makes a world of difference. Yeah, I think... Um to find a really great training partner is is a really hard relationship to find. Yes. It's like it's like a it's a very sacred bond. It is. I mean, not a lot of people get it, you know. No. Like the you don't want the the partner who's going to be distracting you during the workout. Yeah. And like you know, making your rest times way too long, but And um, you don't want to be a jerk and be like, "Shut up." <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I've I've had to break up with some training partners before. It's <laughs> it's rough, but you know, you'll get through it and that why you, you just moved? Gotta, you just got to get yourself back out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, that's funny um, that you mentioned that because since I've moved, like, I very seldom work out with other people. Like, yeah. I've never really been a big fan of, like, group classes. Even when we were doing CrossFit together, I kind of, like, separated myself from the group as much as I could. <laughs> Um, just be, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird to me when people are just like trying to socialize at the gym all the time. Yeah. It, it rubs me the wrong way. Like I was never rude, but I probably came off standoffish because of the way that I am. But, um, <laughs> we also did those stupid, like 5am, 6am right. and everyone's like bright eyed and bushy tailed and me and Jake yeah, and Ashley and are like, like Ugh. what are the, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have a training partner right now. Um, I work out with my girlfriend sometimes if we Aww. have a have a a weekend off together but um even then very rarely are we actually like we don't do the gross couple thing where like we're actually working out together it's just like we went to the gym together and she does her are you thing sure? i do my thing i get snapchats <laughs> from you and well cur- currently we are running uh, a very similar program and uh, we'll do some of those movements together but it's not like the weird like i'm spotting her squat kind of thing like a little too close like some dudes and cu- couples in the gym gross me out but um yeah I, I do agree though that having a good training partner can really help um you know especially in times where you're lacking motivation can help you stay um, on track it's it's yeah. pretty if if it's a good training partner it's pretty seldom that you're both like oh I don't want to go at the same time like you can kind yeah. of help help keep each other um, keep each other moving. So yeah, I, think I always great, ask great Ashley, like, she'll be like, should I work out today? And I'm like, what answer do you want? Cause I can get you to either end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. I can and be like, a good friend or I can be a good training partner. Which yeah, one do you want right now? I was because like, they're not always I mean, the same. I could tell you YOLO and don't do it. Or I could tell you gains our life and get you there. Hey, no matter what gains our life. You only live once, so you might as well get as many gains while you can. <laughs> I can't relate. <laughs> can't relate to that. <laughs> I, I say things like that as like a, a joke towards like the quintessential <laughs> meathead, but sometimes I actually do feel that way. <laughs> it's like when you're like telling a joke, then you have to say why it's funny. It's like, then it's not funny. So it's like, you're like, yeah, it's a joke. Well, people don't know I'm serious. joking ever. That's true. <laughs> like I was, I was gonna say when they can't see my face, but even then, like I, most people, it, it's undetectable. It's kind of hard, yeah. Yeah. So my third and final tip. <laughs> um, so most of mine have have, or at least two out of my three have um, 
directly related to the holidays and this one is especially related to the holidays. <laughs> um, this one is to stay off the scale. Yeah. And I guess not necessarily directly the holidays, but just in times where like you might be taking a couple days off, um, you've got a long weekend, whatever. Um, stay off the scale in those times. Um, mm-hmm. I, in general, personally, I weigh myself every day, no matter oh, what. How do you um, do that? Well, because I, I understand <laughs> the, the concept that I'm trying to hammer through here. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you, you know, you go home for Christmas break, whatever, and you eat like crap for three or four days, mm-hmm. um, when you get back on the scale, like right when you get into the gym, it's going to reflect the weekend that you had. Yeah. You're, go- you're going to have gained weight. Um, most of the time it's not just like straight fat tissue. Sometimes yeah. it is. Uh, most of the time it's stored water. Um, but for people who are very sensitive to the numbers on the scale and, and there, that is a valid thing. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people can be completely derailed by, um, the scale, just stay off of it and yeah. don't get on it until you've been back in your routine for maybe a week, week and a half, because yeah. it takes, it takes a long time for your body to sort of reacclimate, um, to your routine. Um, but once it does, a lot of that stuff will, a lot of that junk that you stored up over break will shed pretty quickly. Um, so for example, I went on a short vacation out to Scottsdale for, Mm -hmm. we were there for four full days and, um, my diet while I was out there consisted of tacos and margaritas for almost every (laughs) meal. And there we didn't have a scale out there. So, I mean, I wasn't worried about it, but when we came home, I weighed myself and I had gained seven pounds over four oh days. My gosh. Um, and this, that's not uncommon for me. That's kind of what I had expected. I've always been, um, a big swinger, which means yeah. like over the course of a day, I can, I can gain, um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> over the course of a day, you'll understand in a second over the course of a day, I can gain five to six pounds yeah. and in a night's sleep, I can lose five to six pounds. Yeah. So like I learned that when I was wrestling in high school and we had to weigh ourselves every day. So, yeah. um, but it's only, you know, that was a week and a half ago and I'm only just now getting back to where I was before we left, um, yeah. weight wise. So, um, all of that to say, if you're the kind of person that stresses a lot about what the scale reads back, um, you're very, I don't know, maybe you're uncomfortable with, with what you weigh or I don't know, just one of those people, um, if you're going on a break, you're taking a break for a few days, refer back to my other two tips where your life is <laughs> going to be okay and, you know, mm-hmm. get back on your routine. It's all going to be okay. But do yourself a favor and just don't get on the scale for a couple weeks, uh, a week and a half, a few days, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, if it's up when you do get back on, just continue to think of things in the grand scheme of things, you know, a few pounds over a holiday, you enjoyed being able to see your friends and your family, um, are probably worth it. Um, and you know, in the grand scheme of things, in my opinion. So, yeah, yeah. I actually am one of those people that like the scale and the number really does affect me in my mental like health. And that is something I gave up completely like four years ago. I think even before I started CrossFit because I was weighing myself um, every day. And like, even sometimes it was getting twice, two, three times a day because I just needed like a specific number. And Jake is so right that like I would fluctuate just because you like 
are like in your day. Like you're going to weigh less in yeah. the morning than you do in the evening. Every and that's time. just, yeah. that's just how your body's going to work. And I would just like, I would do all those stupid things on Pinterest, like flush my body with like the randomest stuff. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> Which is not only not correct. Like it's total yeah, it's BS, wrong. <laughs> but it's usually not healthy. Like that yes. kind of stuff that you see is. And even if you do lose like, you know, 10 pounds of water weight in a week, you're probably going to gain double that back. Yeah. And yeah. So anyways, all that, yeah, I was like, it was just getting to be really obsessive and really just like, it would literally affect my day if I had a good weight or a bad weight. And yeah. Um, so finally I was just like, Stefan, you need to take this scale and like hide it from me. And he hid it. And I literally had no idea where it was until one day I was cleaning underneath our dresser. And I was like, what is this thing? Like, <laughs> won't let me get the vacuum under there. And it was the scale. I still have not weighed myself. The only time I know my weight is when I go to the doctor and I have to get weighed. Yeah. But I even started when I go to the doctor, I tell them, I say, don't tell me what I weigh. Like, I don't want to see the number. And they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, you're, are you okay? Blink twice if you're okay. <laughs> and I'm like, try yeah, not to I, blink. <laughs> I just, I know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I like, I, I completely, I recognize that that's a super valid thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, like the mental health aspect of it is super important just in fitness and, and health in general. I think mental health is completely undervalued like yes. in, a, in our society. Um, I'm personally like I've gone through seasons where I've been one of those people that like stresses over it and I've weighed myself multiple times in a day. Um, but you know, one tip for if you're going to be one of these people, if you're, if you're like me and you um, track your your food fairly regularly and you're always kind of checking in on on what your body's doing. Um, one tip for not losing your mind when you get <laughs> on the scale is to always weigh yourself at the same time every day. Yeah, you know, um, it, like for me, i I meal prep the same thing every week. like mm -hmm. so at any point, I could I can pretty much tell you to within a fraction of a pound what I'm gonna weigh at any hour of the day, more or less. That just gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> just I because I, I know what I eat and stuff, but um, the best time to weigh yourself is right when you wake up, before you've had any water, after you take a dump. Can you guys tell how different me and Jake are? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because I'm like a sociopath and like very, I have to turn every knob just a little bit to see what happens. And yeah. I think you're like a, a very like big picture kind of like, I just need to see the start and the end and like the, yes. the middle parts will fill themselves in. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, you are, you're an engineer, so. Yeah. Well, for better or for worse, that's the way my brain works, but <laughs> yeah, take, take, get on the scale post dump in the morning. That's your, the most accurate representation oh, of what I you actually 100% will take my morning poop and like look in the mirror. Do you ever, okay, this is going to be so gross and so off topic, but do you ever have that poop where you like, I have to have abs now? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I have. <laughs> and well, I will look in the mirror and I'm like, they're going to be there. And then I look in and I'm like, what the heck did I lose? Like, what did I just like get out of my body? I right. look the same. So this is going to be even more disgusting, but <laughs> a few weeks ago I had like, I think I had some sort of stomach bug where I had very um, almost two regular bowel, bowel movements and, you know, a pretty unfavorable consistency, <laughs> if you know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. But that was the most shredded that I've looked in a long time because oh. I was just like, my body was just flushing so much water. Like, 
Yeah. It's not good because I was extremely dehydrated and my training and was terrible. Anything. Like I yeah. was I was sore for no reason. But um yeah, if you Yeah, get that's a, called being sick. <laughs> if you get a good stomach bug, like you will <laughs> you will get some abs showing through. <laughs> Have you, okay, on the Devil Wars Prada where she's like, you look so thin. And she's like, thanks, I'm one stomach flew away from my goal weight. I'm just like, that line kills me every time. I love it yeah. so much. I've never same. actually seen that movie, but. Oh, it's like one of my favorites. Mm, interesting. All right, yeah. what's your what's your last tip now that we've gone on about three or four rabbit, rabbit yeah, trails Yeah, I don't now? know if I'm helping anybody at all, but. <laughs> we've probably, we've just confused everyone. Everyone's like, mm, what, poop? weigh myself don't weigh myself okay yeah um yeah my last one is don't be so hard on yourself um I think it can be especially in the day and age that we're in with social media and like constantly like an influx of people posting their transformations of themselves and um like bodies all over there's just so many bodies body parts everything is on the internet it can be so draining (laughs) like my twitter feed sometimes i'm just like who am i following because now twitter is like facebook where it's like oh so and so liked this and so you just like see this and then you get in a rabbit hole i'm like who is this girl but i am like so jealous of her body um it can be like really draining and taxing to always be thinking about your body and your goals about your body and i think it's okay to give yourself a breather and a break if you mentally are feeling burnt out by that. Yeah. If the first two things aren't really working out. Cause like if you're feeling burnt out, it's kind of a process. Like why am I burnt out? Am I tired? Am I hungry? Do I need to recover? Okay. I've recovered. I'm eating enough. Okay. Do I just need to switch it up? And then if it gets to the point where you're like, wow, it's actually just really mental. Like it, it can be okay to say like my goal right now is not to like look a certain way or perform a certain way. It's just to be healthy. Like yeah. it's just to not get like diabetes or, right. you know, like yeah. heart, heart disease or yeah. anything like that. Like For sure. maybe I just need to go outside and walk mm-hmm. and like that be it. Mm-hmm. Um, if mentally you aren't enjoying it or mentally you're feeling like dread, it's not going to be sustainable. Yeah. Like eventually you will stop. Um, and you have to love what you're doing a little bit and at like some base level to get you through those hard weeks. And that kind of ties back into the very beginning with what you were saying about like motivation, not being constant, that yeah. it's like a feeling. Um, cause like, so overall my Ironman training is so hard some days that I can't even process like what I'm doing. Right. Like on Saturday, it was so cold. Like it wasn't cold when I started, but the sun went down and then I was like, oh, I have made a mistake. <laughs> Significantly <laughs> underdressed yeah. for this. Like yeah. 10 degrees drop. I was yeah. sore from the day before. I was like, <laughs> I was like. Dogs, man. <laughs> I heard that one. Um, I was just like, it was just, it was just hard. And I just was like three miles left of this like really long ride. And you know, you can do like, you could do 50 miles you have three miles left. Those are the only three miles that matter that entire oh, ride. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's what I had left. And I was literally just about to cry, not because I was like in pain, but just like mentally I was having to find a different gear. Right. So I just like have to always be in auto drive sometimes because you're like having to like push into this place. And sometimes you just have to like shut your brain off because it's like not glamorous. It's not fun. But to like allow myself to enjoy this because to say, okay, I'm going to go do this workout where I like 
am going to go so hard, I'm going to cry. Um, right. <laughs> I've been challenging myself to find something during the workout that I do enjoy. Right. And lately that's been like the beautiful scenery. I'm unplugging from my constant like laptop and phone and mm-hmm. knowing in a few weeks it'll be snowy and I'll be staring at a wall running. Yep. Um, yep. And so trying to just like take in those beautiful things and enjoying that is um, allowing me to appreciate being able to go do a really long two hour workout. Yeah. Um, and like, kind of like what you said, like a bad workout or no, you didn't say this. <laughs> I'll take credit for it though. If it's any good, I'll let you know when you're done though. <laughs> seven, Are you seven. okay? I just like get through the whole thing without stumbling or saying mispronouncing anything. And then I'm just like, who am I? Like, what am I talking about? Well, you, you did a good job. It was hard. <laughs> you know, you. You, you, you were due for a reset. There. I was. Yeah. My brain just was like <laughs> Jerry on parks and rec where he's like, no one's ever let me talk this long before. Yeah. He just like starts like stuttering. That's like oh, who I yeah. am. <laughs> Anyways. So somebody said this. Somebody said something once. It was my husband. <laughs> he said a bad workout can't equal a bad day. Um, and yeah. like that's something that I'm for sure working on because if I miss a workout or if I have a mediocre or bad workout, I'm going to be really hard on myself all day and even sometimes into the next day. And what you have to do and learn is that you have to have those days and let the new day and new workout be just that which is new some days i do two workouts in a day and if i have a bad swim workout i can't really let that mentality affect my run workout right which is hard but um yeah you have you just you know overall we need to stop being so hard on ourselves and knowing that like if someone posts about a good workout they did have a bad workout at some point in their week or day even or life just, or life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just not showing it. And that doesn't mean that they don't have those things. Yeah. Those workouts. So, yeah. Yeah. Before I left for vacation, I, I felt like I was really starting to get to a point where my, like all of my movements felt really good. My workouts felt really fluid. I was making a lot of progress in, mm-hmm. in the weight that I was moving. I, uh, went on vacation for that, I don't know, four or five days, whatever came mm-hmm. back and day one, I got back and I, it's like I never learned my lesson. I can tell people the right things to do all the time, but like for some reason I think I'm exempt the exemption to the rule. Yeah. I went right back into my workout, um, right basically where I left off just the next yeah. week in the program. And I was supposed to, you know, um back squat eighty percent of my one rep max. And mm. you know, mm. I was I was wondering why why does this feel so heavy? Yeah. It's like I got I was lucky that I didn't get hurt, honestly. Yeah. And I was beating myself up for it. And for some reason, like in the back of my head, I just like forgot the fact that I was in a different state, in a different time zone, yeah. um, like com- completely terrible sleep schedule, bad diet, different elevation yes. for four yeah. days. Like, and, but, but I was, I was telling myself it's because you suck, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were doing so good and you, you blew it all away. Like it, you yeah. screwed up. It's like, Man, it's that's stupid. Yeah, like <laughs> you're being hard on yourself. And I mean, in the moment, I'm I'm a, the hardest person on themselves that I know. You know, yeah. I'm I'm terribly self-critical, but yeah, um, you know, it's easy for me to hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah, I read that on a cereal box once. 
what kind of cereal are you eating? <laughs> Prof- profoundios. <laughs> profoundios. That's also how we're different because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I sound like a 15 year old on here. <laughs> like, Meh. okay. So yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> gonna oh, try and gosh wrangle that back in. <laughs> <laughs> wrangle it on in. <laughs> We have the case of the giggles tonight. <laughs> yeah. I think just like overall working out, like, I mean, I don't think working out is like always fun. I mean, no, you're, absolutely not. It's so much easier, like you said, to just stay home and not do something. Or it's like, honestly, the hardest part about working out for me is just getting to the place I need to go. Like, right. Going to the gym, going to the pool, going to the trail and once you're there then it's like fine yeah you got um, some you got some momentum at that point yeah and if you're burnt out and you need a break like take a break listen to your body listen to your mental health if what your break is is walking and doing stretching and yoga or you know x y and z do that then but don't like stay in that place unless right. you really start to like yoga then like make that your new thing Yep. yeah just don't like don't don't stop being active and finding new things to be active with right yeah the uh the best training plan is the one you can stick to so find something you enjoy stick to it until you don't enjoy it anymore and then find something new yeah it's that simple i think but yeah we overcomplicate it always (laughs) all right well So Jake and I always do go-tos every week. So Jake, what is slash are your go-tos this week? Right. So I've got two this week. Yay. Um, One, just because I'm into it. So the series Jack Ryan on Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime, um, they just released their second season. Um, I don't really know when, but recently. Um, Mm -hmm. The first season was super good. And so now that there's two out, you can binge watch, you know, two seasons in a row. It's great. Um, big fan of like the spy thriller sort of like um, government mystery <laughs> kind of stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a big spy spy guy. Okay, I love spy shows. But you're gonna like get on me about conspiracies. What do you think those are all based on? This one's not based on a government conspiracy theory. But I mean, they're all based on the fact that like the government's out to get you and that no, there's one not. lone spy. No, they're not. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you want them to be about, but they're not about that. Okay. So Jack Ryan, it's great. Um, it's kind of slow at times. Um, mm-hmm. It's not super action-y, but I think that's cool because they've really focused on some of like the the moving parts and the psychological things. So I'm into yeah. that. Um, and then my second one... I put on here just because I had a recent experience that I want to vent about a little bit, but I'm actually reworking it into a go-to. So <laughs> the go-to is um, the website Sweetwater Music. Um, it's a website? Yeah, it's like you go on there to buy music gear. Right? Oh, okay. So the reason I have that on there, it, so I'll add to this, Sweetwater Music or local music shops. Okay. If you're a musician and you need gear. The reason I say this is because Guitar Center is the worst thing to ever happen <laughs> to the entire world. Every time I've ever gone to Guitar Center, I've had a terrible experience. Customer service is awful. The people there don't know what they're talking about. And every time you walk in, it's like you walk into a zoo. 
of everybody <laughs> playing an instrument at the same time. That's true. Like pra- they they like go there to practice, like just to yeah. show people that they know how to play an instrument. Oh, I'm getting heated. <laughs> the dark place is coming. So I went in. Uh, I was looking for a specific hardware bag that I wanted to buy. I went in and they had a spot for it, and um, it, but it wasn't out there. So there was a guy behind the counter, and I asked him politely, "Hey man, do you have one of these in the back?" And he goes. Um, I don't really know because uh, I'm still on my break, so y- you can go ask someone else. Oh, no. <laughs> and this was the straw that broke this camel's back because, like I said, I've had multiple bad experiences with every, not just the one here, every guitar yeah. center I've ever been to in my life. Um, So I looked him dead in the eyes with the conviction of a man that's been to prison before. <laughs> And I said, don't worry, I'll just buy it on Sweetwater. And I walked away <laughs> and I left. So Sounds like a sick music burn. Uh, I dropped, I grabbed a microphone off the shelf and dropped it as I walked out. So uh, Sweetwater music. Um, yeah, that's my thing. I just needed to get that off my chest. That's, that was good. That was a good story. <laughs> What's your go-to this week? Okay, so I had one and then I added one because I saw that you had two and oh, I great. don't like... I don't like being um, left out of things. So, I don't like having the short stick. Yeah, never. <laughs> um, so my first one is golden milk lattes. And um, I got the recipe from Dr. Tracy Dalton in here in Lincoln. She posted it on her Instagram. And um, I made it one day because I did not have coffee. And mm. if I can't have something to drink in the morning, I am crabby. And Same. So it is actually been something that I've been drinking post workouts because I've been adding like a scoop or two of collagen into it. Mm. Um, and since it's like cold out, they warm me up and it's healthier than hot chocolate, which is what I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, um, yeah, so it's basically just like almond milk or you could use coconut milk, but coconut milk is the worst. So I use almond milk and, um, you just like heat all of these things up. So you can add like a bunch of different stuff and it has like turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, excuse me, what? There's an R after the U. Look it up. Turmeric is how you pronounce it. Turmeric. You do not say turmeric. Look how it's, look up how it's spelled. Okay, there's so many things spelled, and we don't pronounce that. It's turmeric. Okay, I don't even know how to like process <laughs> how wrong that is, but um, so it has that in it, and um, <laughs> ginger and cinnamon and coconut oil, and you heat it up, and you don't let it boil, and then you like can drink it. Um, But like I said, I add collagen and I've been adding cocoa powder, unsweetened or anything like that to make my own hot chocolate. And then um, you add like uh, maple syrup and it's so good. And um, it's just been a great way to get my collagen in and kind of change things up a little bit. So (laughs) so that's one of them. And then my second one is... um, I don't even know if I should say this is my go-to because people are going to go watch it and be like, yikes. It's just the thing, <laughs> um, that, you, thing that you've enjoyed. That's fine. Yeah, it is. So um, Ali Wong, her comedy special on Netflix. So I came across this Instagram account called Netflix is a joke. And it's 
an account that just posts all of the comedy specials and stuff on Netflix. Lovely. And I was like, oh, this is funny. And so I saw hers and it was my rest day on Sunday and my rest day consists of me never leaving bed. So um, I was watching it. Perfectly She's horizontal. <laughs> perfectly horizontal. She is 100% the most vulgar person I've ever heard speak. And <laughs> um, she, yeah, she's, she's, I mean, like, brace yourself. Don't watch it with children. Yeah. Like, understand what work. you're, no, it is not. Like, there was a couple times I was like, ooh, yikes. <laughs> but I was laughing so hard because it's just like so relatable, not to me because I'm not a mother, but she talks about like having kids and I know enough people that have kids to know what she's talking about. <laughs> it's so relatable, not to me, but I'm, I'm assuming to someone, it, someone can probably relate to it somewhere. <laughs> someone somewhere. She's just so funny. The way she delivers her jokes is different. And um, yeah, so that was kind of what I was watching. She has two on Netflix. Her most recent one is by far better. Mm. Um, she was in... You'll Always Be My Maybe, which is on Netflix also, if you've seen that. Mm -hmm. She is a very different character in that than she is in really? real life. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you watch it, don't tag me. Don't tell me. Shame watch it. Like watch I at did. your own risk. You've been <laughs> yes, warned. It's a little raunchy, warned. probably. Uh, yes, it's raunchy. <laughs> yeah. Um, before, before we uh, wrap oh, up Oh, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> According to Women's Health Mag, oh which gosh. then cites Webster's Merriam-Webster's dictionary, okay, it is turmeric. You're just reading it off the screen, though. No, it's got the phonetic spelling. Tur so, mer. Ick. Ick. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. caption was also, "Now you know how to pronounce it before your next golden latte." That is not what it says. It literally says, consider this case closed. Now go order your golden latte without shame. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know in the comments how you yeah. pronounce turmeric. Sarah, take us out of here. <laughs> All right, guys. That is going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Blank Slate LNK. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.